The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 18th chapter. Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, in a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, grant me justice against my opponent. For a while he refused, but later he said to himself, though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, Yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says and will not God God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? He will delay long in helping them. I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. And yet when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, this morning we heard two stories. The first one is a story about Jacob, and the second story is a story of the persistent widow. I think these two stories actually meld together beautifully for all sorts of reasons. And so we're going to take a look at those two stories right now. The first one is from the book of Genesis. And we find Jacob, the son of Isaac, on the banks of the Jabbok River, wrestling with God. Now the very word Jabbok means wrestle. His whole life. Jacob had been cheating and manipulating people. His whole life he had been clever and cunning. And that night, he found himself in a duel, in a wrestling match with God. And God touched him. God touched him in such a way that Jacob's life was changed forever. And as a result... Of that transformation, God gave Jacob a new name, Israel. And so Jacob underwent an enormous amount of change from being Jacob to Israel, from being a cheater and manipulator and cunning and clever, to being a person who finally let God be present and active in his life. Now let's look at Luke. The one, the story that Linda read just moments ago. This story seems to meet each and every one of us where our daily life and our faith intersect. Jesus tells this parable of a truly disgusting judge. There's all sorts of other adjectives that could could be used for that individual. This unjust judge, along with the story of this relentless, poor persistent widow who refuses to back down. She kept pounding and pounding on the door as she wrestles with life. And so, just like in the story of Jacob and in the story of the persistent widow, we live in a world where we often encounter 
difficult and challenging times. We live in a world where we often find ourselves wrestling in the midst of it. And often, we find ourselves praying and making our wishes known to God. But even in the most difficult of times, prayer can be a challenging thing to do. It can be a challenging thing to grasp. After all, prayer is a challenging thing. Either we don't know how to pray or we wonder if God actually hears the things that we lift up. So it's no wonder that many people prefer to wrestle alone rather than risk it. To wrestle alone to not pray rather than letting God be God. So the question I have for you this morning is, what does this story of Jacob wrestling and this poor, persistent widow who kept pounding and pounding on the door have to do with us today, thousands of years later? Perhaps it is the simple acknowledgement that each and every one of us in our lifetime will wrestle. Some of us will wrestle more than others. I cannot think, I cannot help but think, what are you wrestling with today? What are you wrestling with today in your life? I mean, think about it for a moment. We wrestle with God, and we wrestle with one another in various ways. We find ourselves wrestling with grief and loss, wrestling with the absence of a loved one at the table. And that seems to be more amplified this time of year as we enter into the holiday season, wrestling with that loss and grief and knowing that that individual that we loved is no longer with us in person. We wrestle with fitting in. We wrestle with relationships, with friendships, whether at school or at work or even here at church perhaps. We wrestle with our jobs and our career choices and wondering if now is the time to retire or if I should just wait a little bit longer. We wrestle with addiction and mental health. We wrestle in relationships with those we love and still seem to hurt. And we wrestle with our aging bodies, right? Our once healthy bodies that remind us that we're not so healthy anymore or that we are getting older. And I can attest to that firsthand after having meniscus surgery a couple weeks ago. We wrestle with illness and death. Whether or not this surgery or this treatment or if it will make a difference. We wrestle with our children. And as they get older, we wrestle with our children and perhaps their poor, their perceived poor choices that they make. We wrestle with broken relationships, those that are ending and those that are being sought to be mended. And we wrestle with whether or not we're a good spouse, a good parent, a good grandparent, a good friend, a good sibling, a good child. 
So what does this story of Jacob and the poor, persistent widow who kept pounding and pounding on the door have to do with you and me 2,000 years later? Well, I think it's to simply acknowledge that there is no doubt that each and every one of us have found ourselves on the banks of the Jabbok River. We have found ourselves wrestling, pounding away at God's door. And yes, there are times we have found ourselves doing that as we pound relentlessly against the door and feeling like nobody is home and no one is there to answer, that we are all alone. And so we understandably become discouraged. We, under, we understandably become tired. But here's the really good news. In our story from Luke today, in the parable that Jesus told, he seemed to anticipate those very real and valid feelings that there's nobody there to hear my cries. And what does he do? He reminds us that we are not abandoned, that we are never abandoned, that we are never alone, that God puts God's hand in our hand and walks with us each and every day. Our readings from today reveal the very essence of God's loving character. They tie in beautifully with each other. Jesus reminds us that we are never alone. And he reminds us that living out this faith goes far beyond this shallow wish list of things that we would like. And in turn, he leads us into a deeper place where we are invited, where we are encouraged to share every joy and concern, every fear and doubt, every lament and plea with the very one who created you and me in his image. The very one who says, you are my beloved. In you I am well pleased. In other words, God knows you and me intimately. Everything. Think about it. We are fully known. Everything about us, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it, we are fully known. And yet with all of that knowledge, we are still fully loved. Fully known, fully loved, no strings attached. And we know that we don't always get what we want. I can't say that without putting the Rolling Stones in my head. <laughs> so I apologize for that earworm. <laughs> but we know, right, that we don't always get what we want. But the good news for you and me is that God promises to be present, to be attentive, to listen and to love. And God is always inviting you and me, encouraging us to freely share with God, everything that is in our heart and mind and everything that is resting heavily upon our shoulders. God wants us to do that. And so today, when you find yourself wrestling in life, and perhaps you're there today, perhaps there are things that you are actively wrestling with right now, 
remember that God is always in your corner. God is always present. And here's your words. Here's what it is you have to say, even if you cannot put words to it. God hears it and holds and surrounds you in love and grace. No strings attached. Let it be so. Amen.